Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sing it! Original version. It's, it's a day oh, like that. We can need we that today. On the Colleen Bradley show? Yeah, well, just yeah. give me a second. Give you a second. Because whenever there's rain, we like to sing along to Toto's you know Africa. What? And we've been singing it longer than Weezer. That's true. Okay, you know so, what? Let's hang on. Let's hold single? on to that. Let's not do it just yet. Let's tease ahead. Let's do that. Because we are going to do that in the next Smart. segment. We're going to have a big uh, Africa sing-along like we like to do on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I think that um, that's something to look forward to. We need something to look forward to on a rainy, gloomy day yeah, like what this. Whatever. What but in the meantime, in between time, okay, you guys, I have to tell you, 651-641-1071, what are you actually watching, like appointment viewing on TV, and I mean network television, cable television, not You'd, streaming. Yeah, FYI, she does not mean Netflix or Amazon because we've gotten some yeah. tweets already. Not that's not what I'm talking about because that is like you know that is like a virtual buffet. What I'm saying is, what are you ordering? Up? What are you making an appointment to watch on the actual television these days? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. And here's why I ask. So last week. The art of like flipping through channels. Who does that? I do. That's like drinking cereal with milk. No, People don't do that anymore. Yes, but they do because sometimes don't you? I just want to be served up something. No. I don't want to have to make a choice. I don't got time for that. I want to be numb. I want it to just enter my eyeballs. <laughs> okay. But, but just this is my thing at bedtime. That's what I want. I want to find something to rest the TV on, start the timer and go to sleep. Okay. And I'm trying to flip through channels. This is last week. It was a week ago today. As I'm flipping through, and the new American Horror Story was on. Yeah. And I thought, okay, you know, listen, I'm, I've am i got an opening. I'll try it. Mm-hmm. I got three minutes through it, and oh, I rolled yeah. my eyes so many times. Blech. And I just thought, this is crap wrapped in doo-doo. crap. Okay. It's doo doo wrapped really crap. So I was like, okay, I got to find something else. So I start flipping through. And there's nothing on. Yeah. There's nothing. I just see on. Isn't that just feel like to you a tremendous waste of time to flip channels? Well, because yeah. you don't know if you're going to hit a commercial. I'm just saying I find that to be like almost a that's like that's like uh, oh, that's like me churning butter. Like I'm going to just sit on the couch and watch what's passing through the airwaves. Okay. I yeah. just find that to I, I mean I, I'm I'm glad you do it because yeah. somebody should I don't know why but um, I I sit down and and I hey look I may not actually watch much more than you do if I'm strolling mm-hmm. for example through Netflix because I do that right, right that to me feels more hopeless right because there's so much and I'm like what do but I at get least started I'm, on I, at least I end up probably on something I'm more excited You're about watching right. instead of like press your luck or some dumb thing but i do appreciate the thing i appreciate about what you're talking about which is appointment uh, not necessarily appointment viewing but just watching live tv 
uh, old school style is that you'll happen upon things that maybe you weren't expecting. And then right. maybe you'll you'll find something you you like that you didn't know you liked. Right. And that's kind of what I'm looking for in that moment. Right. Is anything that will pass the time and entertain me. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What are you actually watching on TV? Meaning on network television, cable television. I am not talking about streaming on so Netflix, what Amazon, whatever. Well, they're not on right now, but they come back next week, and I'm excited about it. Uh, this is us mm-hmm. and Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Which do you actually sit down and watch them live, or do you record them? We sit down and watch This Is Us live. Okay. My preference would be to always watch Grey's Anatomy live, but I don't usually get yeah. to have that moment. Um, and so then that I watch that one on DVR. But we make my husband and I. It's on our calendar. I'm not joking. The This Is Us premiere is on our calendar. It is sacrosanct. You are not allowed to schedule anything over that period the of time. The only thing that I watch live now is news coverage or commentary. I know. And see, that's the thing. is Current I events. also don't like to always... That's not always where I want to go. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple callers on the line. Karen is on the line. Hi, Karen. What are you watching right now? I'm so excited. I can't believe it. Um, Comet just started... Space 1999. Oh, God, that's such a good series. What is this on? What? Comet? I don't know that. On Comet, it's one of the antenna channels. It's like an HD HD channel. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, tell me more about this. What is this? Oh, God, it's it's a cheesy sci-fi starring Martin Landau and Barbara Baines. And and it's just, oh, God, it's, it's, it's the greatest cheesy, awful 70s show. And I'm just, I'm just making time for it every weekend. I love it. uh, Saturday and Sunday night at 9 o'clock. Okay. I will say that's a good... um, I'm glad you brought those channels up because it's... uh there are channels like that. I'm trying to think of the other ones, but they're the HD channels. That's right? awesome. On, you know, so instead sure, of five, like MeTV, MeTV and Antenna TV cool. and mm-hmm. Comet TV. Yeah. I love it. Karen, thank you. That's I do like love, a new one I hadn't heard of. I actually did that when I was sick. I would troll those because there's game shows and like old reruns and things. Things you don't care if you just happen upon. Right. See, and I like that sometimes. I just want some television to enter my eyeballs and I don't want to have to think about it. Let's go to Lisa. Lisa, what are you watching on TV right now, Lisa? Hello. Hi. 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 Um, so I don't know if you're already watching this, the 90 day fiance before the 90 days. No, I haven't been watching this. It's addicting, but you would definitely have to watch from the beginning if there's a way to do that. Um, but a lot of these couples, they've met online. A lot of them are from different countries, and it's just a train wreck, which is just super fun to watch. See, and I, that is, you're right, that is good, mindless appointment viewing TV. Thank you, Lisa. Christina, Christina, what are you watching on TV right now? Hi, Christina. Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. That's okay. Um, it's, I guess, kind of nerdy, but PBS, Masterpiece Theater, oh, yeah. it's, how I end, it's how I end my weekend. I warn my husband that he's going to have to deal with the kids, and I retreat to Poldark or, you know, the miniature. Well, and it or used whatever. to be it used to be Downton Abbey for a long time, right? right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, I'm definitely there with you. You can always expect something absolutely. deliciously British on Masterpiece Theater. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, guys. Thank you, Christina. Now that would come in handy because that is again, you know, to just have a way to close out. Your weekend. Tara's on the line. Hi, Tara. What are you watching on TV? 
Big Brother. I know it's so old school. <laughs> I started watching it back at the beginning, and now I've gotten my daughter hooked, and this year we finally got my husband hooked. So it's just kind of like pull up some pizza, sit down, and just, you know, watch you get And just let it in your eyeballs. You know, I kind of love, because that that's the thing about Big Brother, and by the way, thank you, Tara, is that it is like an event, because it's three nights a week, and if everybody in your whole family is watching it, it gets to be kind of exciting, and then you find, this is what I miss about live television, um, and the fact that people don't watch it in the same way mm-hmm. is that it used to be that we would all be watching the same show at the same time. And then we'd all come together the next day and be like, oh, my gosh, did you see what happened last night on thus and such? But now everybody's if you are watching a series on a streaming platform, we're all at different places in it. So it's hard to connect. with. Yeah, people but I will it. say the, the good thing is I think we're watching more TV. And the cool thing is that even if everybody's not watching the same thing. They're probably watching something you're watching. So I have like, you know, I talked to Dawn about Great British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you about, I don't know, whatever we Grey's watched. Grey's Anatomy. Together. Totally not ever happening. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. Who knows mm-hmm. what, right? Um, Holly, I'm sure, you know, we'll watch something that just the two of us are watching. So you have that dynamic, which right. is a little different. So yeah, we're not all talking about like the dumb Fantasy Island episode last night, but we also have five better shows than Fantasy Island to watch together, right? I know. I know. It's, yes, it's just the new landscape it's of different. television. Different it's different. isn't necessarily it's bad. It's just different. different. It's just different. Well, and you do have to go through this rigmarole of like, have you seen the fourth episode of because this yet? Because you don't want to be the person that tells yeah. them, yeah. you know, like how I spoiled he Star Wars her. for my <gasps> husband. Remember oh, that? sorry, I spoiled that. Oh, and you did spoil Star Wars for your husband. It was good and you took a little bit of pleasure in it, I think, honestly. Maybe I did. Yeah. Sadistic. I'm not. It's kind of rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to bless the reins with a big sing-along. And then we're going to talk about Bert well, and Ernie. I need, to, I need to get gay for a moment. So you're going to want to listen. You need to get there? Or, or have, oh, <laughs> excuse me, please. We'll be back Theory. after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you dropped off your diaper and wipe donation yet? We are waiting for you at the uh, in the parking lot at Rosedale Center. We've got a great big truck that we're trying to stuff full of diapers and wipes for our friends in North Carolina at the North Carolina Diaper Bank. Uh, you can drop off your donations there. You can also learn more at mytalk1071.com. Keyword diaper will be at the general store of Minnetonka tomorrow. So there'll be another opportunity. You can also do online cash donations. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one streaming live at my talk. One Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And you know what, Bradley, we were out there at Rosedale center this morning. Yeah, No, we absolutely were. It was a lot of fun and uh, we're waiting for you to fill that truck up. Yes. And while we were there, um, it, we were remarking at how kind of gloomy and rainy it was. And uh, for those of you who don't know this about the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to try to turn it around when it's like that outside. Um, And we celebrate uh, with a little music and uh, we have a little sing along while we bless the rains. Are we ready to do this? Do it. We like to keep it original, too. I stopped an old man along the way, hoping to find some old forgotten words or ancient As if to say, hurry boy, it's waiting there for you. 
love the Weezer version, but the Toto version, the authentic Toto, just gets me every time. Mm. All right, now that we've gotten that out of our systems, Bradley. Yeah, so um, I need to get gay for a moment. I'm going to put my gay hat on. Hey. No, um, I, I jest. I jest. But I did want us to talk a little bit about that story of Bert and Ernie that's been, you know, I mean, it's on social media everywhere. We People are all about. kinds of excited about Everybody's this story. Talking Everybody's about talking Bert about it. being gay. Okay, let's just, first of all, here's the actual story. So there was an interview published recently. This is why we're talking about the story. I think it's kind of a silly story, but it's important for a number of reasons. Silly, but important, much like my mm-hmm. me. Okay, okay. much like silly, my me. but important. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they um, there was an interview published recently with Mark Saltzman, who was, uh, he was responsible for... Um, writing the characters, among others, Bert and Ernie. Okay, and he talked about in that interview that in uh, while he was you know working on the show in the nineteen eighties and nineties um, of the Bert and Ernie characters, he said, "I always felt that without a huge agenda, when I was writing Bert and Ernie, they were a couple, mm-hmm. like a gay couple. Mm-hmm. So the guy who wrote the characters for Bert and Ernie, two lovable guys hanging out always together." He was like, I kind of just wrote them as a gay couple. Mm -hmm. Mark Saltzman, gay. He was in a long-term relationship with another man when he joined the show. He said, that's what I had in my life, a Bert and Ernie relationship. How could it not permeate? So he's saying like, so that was part of the, that's what I was writing. Like art imitating life kind of thing. Or that was his, the artist's influence, Mm -hmm. right? So that would be like me saying, you know, like I wrote something on this particular show um, and therefore, you know, it has some of me in it, but that doesn't mean it's me. Well, everybody loves to be literal in this world. And so... Immediately headlines say, Bert and Ernie, gay couple. Mm-hmm. And then you have Sesame Street Workshop, responsible for those characters today, come out and make a statement, as they have in the past, about the sexuality. Mm-hmm. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Of Bert and Ernie, mm-hmm. right? So that's where the trajectory goes. And they say the following, as they've said in the past, literally verbatim, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends without those who are very different from themselves. Even though they're identified as male characters and possess human traits and characteristics, they do remain puppets and don't have a sexual orientation. Yeah, they're puppets. Okay, so that is true, and that's the statement that I wanted to make. They're puppets. Let's not get too animated in the sense that, like, you had everybody yesterday, like, Bert 
dirty are gay. Mm-hmm. They're gay. And so you had some people really excited about gay Bert and Ernie. You had some people really animated in a uh, negative way, like that Bert and Ernie, they're Satan worshipers and they do things in the bedroom. And they're teaching kids to be they're gay. They're teaching bit kids to be homosexuals. Mm-hmm. I mean, please. Here's the truth the truth is, they're gay. No. <laughs> you know, I think you can have all things, right? Like, I think you can appreciate that they were written by a gay man Mm -hmm. as two guys in a relationship. Mm -hmm. If they're doing the naughty is not my business. Right. Right. Which that's hilarious that I'm saying, like, it's not my business. (laughs) But like, that's not a part of the characters that we see. Like, so I think we can appreciate the story behind Mm -hmm. the characters and you can view them in the way that speaks to you. So for young gay kids, it's I think it's helpful to know that they were written by a gay man because that's that's an important thing to see that gay people made huge contributions to iconic figures like Bert and Ernie. And you can appreciate that he wrote them with a gay sensibility. And you could even, you know, you could even have gay puppets, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think that Sesame Street's sort of like desexualization of puppets is weird in a way that they they don't de-gender puppets, right? There are male and female puppets. Mm -hmm. There are puppets with um, learning disabilities. Mm -hmm. There are puppets with different abilities, right? Yep. So... Puppets, so to just say they're just puppets is kind of silly too, right? Puppets are there to, to, to inhabit a personality, right? To tell a story, right? And I think that puppets can tell gay stories to kids without everybody freaking out. But I don't think you need to sort of, um, what I'm saying is like, I hope there'll be some like overtly gay puppets, but I don't think you need to like go back in history and rewrite, rewrite Bert and Ernie. Yeah. Yeah. You can just appreciate them for what they are. Also, though, the fixation on puppet, Muppet sexuality is uh, is strange to me because they're Muppets. Let them mop. Yes. But again, it's a long and difficult conversation and it's not just simply black or white. We've got celebrities behaving badly. D-bag. A big huge thank you to all the people who have dropped off diapers and wipes during our diaper drive today. But... The rest of you, we'd TikTok. like to say thank you to you as well. Uh, so if you're out and about, when you're out and about today, uh, why don't you drop by and pick up some diapers and wipes and bring them to our diaper drive truck. We're stuffing the truck full of diapers and wipes to head down to North Carolina, to the North Carolina Diaper Bank, uh, as they are suffering from the aftermath of Hurricane Florence. Uh, and all you need to do is head over to uh, the, this is where we're located, I should say. At Rosedale Center in the parking lot between the AMC and Highway 36. Yep. You'll be able to see us. Uh, the My Talk tent is there. A great big truck. Yep. They're waiting for your diapers and wipes. Think about like Crave, Chipotle, all the restaurants over there that are facing the freeway. Go to the end of that parking uh, lot just abutting the freeway. Mm-hmm. And you'll see our beautiful big Penske truck mm-hmm. and uh, courtesy of Unger construction ungerman construction ungerman restoration yeah restoration. i'll get it right it's fine and there's a great big garden center there as well so if you need to pick up your mums they're 75 percent off and then yeah. drop off the diapers right? it's very convenient mums for everybody and child's um diapers and wipes just diapers and wipes please just diapers and wipes yes. please i hear they're having a uh 
a gift card special thing over at that uh, place with the thing. With the bullseye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you, you can know get some place. cheap diapers. Uh, now on the show, on the Colina Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley, we like to uh, tell you about the celebrities that are behaving badly. We have a name that we call them, and that name is D-Bag. Yes, Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Looky Lou. It's a Kardashian. Kardashian. Courtney Kardashian. Courtney Kardashian is my douchebag for what it's saying. And I don't know who's the bigger D bag in this story. It's either the Kardashian, aforementioned Kardashian, or. A little publication known as Hollywood Life, which really has just been cranking out the uh, golden moldies lately. Yes, they have been. (laughs) Here's a headline for you. Kourtney Kardashian, 39, loves dating younger men like Lucas Sabat, a guy her age could never keep up. Oh, I roll. Kourtney has a new boy toy who at age 20 is nearly half her age. We've got details on why she's she's going after guys who are so much younger than her. First of all, it's she, if you're going to speak English properly, Hollywood life, Mm -hmm. if indeed that is your real name, it's probably not. But the story is so dumb. It's like it is it is like reverse misogyny. What's how do I want to say it's like sexism in reverse. I mean, it's sexism. It's just you don't normally see sexism with ladies Towards me, you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Like if um if we did an article that was like why these hot older dudes love the love the younger ladies, yeah, because mm, because mm-hmm. an older lady could never keep up with him. Yes. What? Also, I'm 43, and that that woman could not keep up with me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in the article, it talks about how Kourtney Kardashian proved her cougar ways. Uh, when she first dated Algerian model Yonis Benjima, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if I'm saying that right. They broke up in August, but she wasted no time in replacing him with an even younger model. I just can I just what does a 39 year old person have in common with a 20 year old person that doesn't involve something below the belt? Are you asking that or does it say that in the article? I was saying that. Okay. I'm like, wow. They had like a moment of clarity in the middle of that article. (laughs) Oh my God. He can't even drink legally yet. Can I just say this? She has three children and an ex who also acts like a child. Yeah. She needs to not be. I mean, she must really like children. I'm because uh, seriously, <laughs> I know that sounded terrible, but you know, a 20 year old young man, he's not, they don't, their prefrontal cortex is not fully formed yet. They're not making great judgment calls. They're not taking care of themselves I in the best this. way possible. What? Also, just, just indulge me because, because the article goes on to talk about how he, 20 years old, was previously linked to 17 year old Kaya Gerbert, daughter of Cindy Crawford. Um, so, quote, he's really willing to swing older or younger. Um, no. It's also kind of, this, this is what's, it's just, it's sloppy, it's lazy, and it's just inappropriate. It's nasty. It's kind of weird that he's actually closer in age to her oldest son, Mason, who's yeah, eight. that's what I'm saying. Okay, but like, but like, I mean, okay. 
the thing is, and before you come at me with like, old men do this all the time. Yeah. And if a 39 year old man was constantly going after 20 year olds, We'd point that out too. Well, it's kind of like Scott Disick and Sophia Richie. Oh, for sure. Well, and that's the thing. thing. It's like they both, yeah, whatever. I just, but but I just, I love this idea that um, she has to date older or younger men because uh, the guys her age could not keep up. Quote, Courtney really doesn't feel like she's almost 40. She's actually feeling younger than she has in years. She's never felt sexier or more in control. And dating younger guys just adds to her feeling of empowerment. Oh, yes. So dating a child. Okay, he's not a child. Dating like somebody who's not even legal to drink yet, who doesn't even have his you know, prefrontal cortex fully mm-hmm. formed. Mm-hmm. That is not a f- sign of empowerment. No. That's just like she just wants to have some good science. Yeah. And, and to me, it's probably a little bit of denial about the aging about process. Her age. Exactly. Yeah. Madonna. Yeah. So don't, but don't try to spin it and like, oh, yeah, I can't even. This is, this, the Kardashians are experts at this, at spinning their own personal neuroses into something empowering. Yeah. No, girl. No. You're you just, just horny. Okay? I, listen, I'm 41. I don't she, feel 41, but I am not trying to like date, well, anybody because I'm married. Young energy. But 20 year olds. What does that even mean? She's got young energy and honestly questions whether a guy her own age could even keep up. Can I just also say that I that's mean, like a will... backhanded insult to all other people her actual age. Like, Hello? oh, but she's not an actual 40-year-old. She's yeah. not like Here's actually the 39. She's Put like me in your bed, younger. and not only will I run circles around you, but I will show you things a 20-year-old never heard of. I mean, that's what age yes. gives you. Yes. Right? Like, that's why this, that's so dumb. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Although, that's just dumb. Just stupid. <laughs> I mean, look, I am not going to begrudge her having sex with a 20-year-old because, you know, she's in an empty space right now and wants to pretend that she's a little bit younger than she is. She wouldn't real. be the first. Yeah. We've all done it. Sure. But I'm not buying this story that it's like, oh, I'm just so, you know, active that I can't. Other, men my own age can't keep up. If, so, if one of my friends told me that, I would say, you're lying to yourself. You just want some hot sound. And it's probably going to be bad smells because let's be real, they don't know how to ham smells. And unless you're trying to be a teacher, did you say they don't know how to ham sandwich? <laughs> yes, what that's exactly that? what ham smell. They don't know how to. Just because it's pretty, don't mean <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> Here's a soundtrack to what that evening would sound oh, like. Geez. I just, I, Hollywood life is is just lazy and they need to uh, shut their, step up their games. All right. Can I tell you who my D bag is? Oh my gosh. It's Arby's, and I hate. Trust Speaking me, of I hate saying this. Exactly. What did Arby's do? No, you guys, this is the dumbest promotion ever. Do you remember recently? There, I think this happened in Russia. Am I making that up? Domino's Pizza had a promotion where you could get free pizza yeah. for life if you yep. if you tattooed the Domino's logo onto. Yep. Okay, well. At first, when I first saw this article about what Arby's is doing, I thought, oh, okay, this maybe it's the same thing. And like, I might consider this because they put a good spin on it. So Arby's has teamed up with an artist who is a tattoo artist. 
Um, the name of the tattoo artist is Miguel Montgomery, also known as Uzi Montgomery. Uh, they've asked this Uzi Montgomery to design a line of tattoos that are based on Arby's. Oh, okay. With the Arby's logo. Uh, there's one that's like a sword through a roast beef sandwich with a banner revolving around it that says, we have the meats. That's kind of cool. There's one that is uh, just In an Arby's, Arby's sauce. There's a beef and cheddar one. I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, and they are, they're cute as, as far as Arby's <laughs> tattoo art can be. Yeah. Right. They look like Ed Hardy tattoos. Kind of. Well, here's the thing. Uh, from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., at Port City Tattoo in Long Beach, California, on Saturday, the 22nd of September, mm-hmm. you can get one of these Arby's tattoos inked on your body. Oh, okay. Okay, for free. Awesome. What do you get if you do that? Like a coupon? Nothing. You get nothing. You just get a free tattoo. A free Arby's branded tattoo. That's it. No, no. Ew. That's kind of weird because that's yes. like, let us put our brand on you for free. Exactly. That's not how this works. No, no. give me a this sandwich. Is, this is, look, this is a thing that, this is a thing for me and it has nothing to do with sandwiches. It's like when, like you, you know, like I, you, okay. So if I, are you okay? <laughs> I think brands should give me free t-shirts. So whatever brands I love. If I love them, they should give me free T-shirts. Mm-hmm. They should be cute T-shirts. Mm-hmm. My point is, like, if you want me to advertise for your brand, I'm not paying for the thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like designers that have like T-shirts with their logos right. on them. Right. Like you, you want me to pay you mm-hmm. to give you free advertising? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. You give me your shirt, and I'll wear it. Uh huh. And that will be free advertising mm-hmm. for you, and I get a free shirt. Yeah. You get you give something, you get something. Right. But the giving of a free tattoo for me to advertise you. That's not a free something. That's you gave me an ad. Right. Yeah. But you better give me a sandwich. You gotta pay for the ad. Yeah. And then if you want me to walk around with your ad on me, then you need to give me some free stuff. I need at least some sandwiches. curly fries. At a minimum. You I personally would like for you. I gotta be honest Girl, too. I'm, I would take I'm mad about it an too. order of curly fries a week for a year. And I'd put your dumb tattoo on. Now I'd probably get it removed after the year, but regardless. I've heard that hurts almost more. Than getting the tattoo in the first be place. A small one. I have to be honest. I also think that there's a glaring um, uh, omission from the tattoo art available. There's no potato cake. Well, that's because nobody anyway, gets potato cake. That is nobody not potato cake. True, yeah. you guys. That when is not with true. Curly fries. You no, get the you curly get potato fries. cakes. Mm-hmm. You get potato cakes. I don't even care. It's potato fakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Yes, I'm not going to answer. That. Oh, look, Who the phone's are busy. <laughs> You're rude. People order potato <laughs> cakes. Okay. Okay. Can I just say that the world don't need to order them? You do. That's fine. No, the world does need to recognize <laughs> oh, how do. delicious they are. Okay. You can get curly fries any old place these days. Potato cakes these are days. exclusive. Oh, oh yeah, no, you can't get you. you can't get potato Mm-mm. cakes anywhere. I'm sick of both of you. Only probably everywhere. I'm done. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what old flavor do you want back? (laughs) I almost said your mom. (laughs) That would have been horrible. That would have been. That would have been really, really horrible. (laughs) Anyway. When we come back, you guys, McDonald's is changing their apple pie (laughs) recipe.
about this on the Colleen and Bradley show. Hey, are you out and about today? No, I'm right here. Not you, Bradley. Oh. I know where you are. But all of the rest of you, are you out and about? Because if you're out and about, you should uh, stop somewhere, grab some diapers, grab some wipes. And bring them to our diaper drive drop location. We are helping our friends in North Carolina and uh, trying to fill up a truck that we're going to literally send full of diapers and wipes to North Carolina Diaper Bank to drop off all of your donations. But we need you to donate in order to do that. And you can do that today by going to Rosedale Center uh, between the AMC Theater and Highway 36, right near all those restaurants. You will see a big, huge truck. And we're trying to stuff that thing full of diapers and wipes. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, yes, if you want more information, go to mytalk1071.com, keyword diaper. You can also do online donations there. And uh, today we are having that drop point at Rosedale in that parking lot, but up until six o'clock. Tomorrow we'll be at the general store of Minnetonka. So there you go. Those are the details. That's what we know. That's what we need you to know. Now, Bradley, I have to tell you something. What? McDonald's is changing their apple pie recipe. Oh, again. What are they doing now? Again. Putting more apple? Again. Okay. No. So it's interesting. So this is the second time that they have changed their apple pie recipe, meaning that apple pie that we used to love when we were little has changed totally different from being deep fried to baked. Oh, because baked is healthy. That happened in 1992. Yeah. Now they're changing it yet again. What are they so doing? They are, tell me about the pie, man. I'm going to tell you. They are uh, changing the top of the pie to a lattice. And that's very fancy. Great mm-hmm. British Bake Off loves a lattice. Yeah. Well, and I think like also, I don't know. This is just, I don't know why they're doing this. This is just probably to like have less of the crust. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Available. But I also think it'll serve a dual purpose because it will vent the hot lava innards that you used to burn <laughs> your mouth with. But here's the other thing. They're also going to cut the sugar and up the cinnamon quotient. Well, can I say, you know, this is this is a delightful thing in the sense that um, I don't understand. Like people add a lot of sugar to appley things. Mm -hmm. Apples are pretty sugary sweet. So Mm -hmm. I bet that's a good thing. I bet they could easily cut down on some of the sugar and it'll still taste super sweet. And, uh, you know, I'm sure the kids like that super cinnamon forward experience because it's kind of spicy. Mm-hmm. And by the way, here's one more little thing. Mm. They are going to go to a 100% locally grown apple model. American grown apple model. Oh, that's model. smart. Okay. Yes. So local American local's, apples. Local's good because it burns less fossil mm-hmm. fuels. So here's the thing. And I was thinking about this. And, and by the way, I want you to weigh in. Uh, what is the old school flavor that you want back? But I was talking about this with Holly before the show about the fact that they're in this like restaurants are in this fast food restaurants are in this impossible position where they are trying to listen to their consumers and give them something that's a little bit healthier, a little bit more homemade tasting. Uh, You know, they're trying to listen to kind of the the consumer. But then when they do that, then they're maligned. For taking away the old thing that you like. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. I think they should have like 1982's uh, apple pie, like occasionally. Just let that pop up and let us get our fix for us oldsters who just want to get a fix. Here's the difference. I bet you 
<clears throat> so you know how we think like the older thing would be horrible because, oh, God, it's old and everything old is bad. Mm-hmm. It was probably smaller, number one. Mm-hmm. It probably has less calories. It might have, you know, look, let's be real. The one that we remember from our childhood was probably a little more processed than, than the one is today. Mm-hmm. But but again, it holds a bit of nostalgia for us. So do it every once in a while. Bring it back kind of like you do seasonally with the you know, Shamrock Shakies or the McRib or mm-hmm. whatever, and let us just have like our old school apple pie experience. That's such a good idea, like a limited edition. <laughs> yeah. And then, and everybody, I mean, I would show up for that. And frankly, remind us of why we got rid of it in the first place, because I bet that'll happen. It's just like anything from our childhood. It was amazing at the time because it was amazing at the time. And today we now can actually have an apple pie that is like picked from trees within 10 miles right? and can be manufactured locally. That's actually probably healthier and better tasting, but we just don't think that way because we, we miss what we had when we were kids. I would like to then suggest that similar program, Bradley, uh, at Burger King for, can you guess? The chicken Sammy. The international chicken sandwiches. Oh, yes. Please bring those back. Because that was my favorite season of life. French was the uh, cordon, cordon bleu, bleu. With the ham. The Italian, I think, oh, was my favorite. So good. marinara sauce. Yes. And that oh. Swiss Mozzare- cheese. Or, mozzarella. I mean, the mozzarella cheese. And then what was the third one? It was the American one. It's the one that you can get right now. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. That's the one that I will make, have them make. Yes. By adding... Uh, American cheese, which is genius, and extra mayo, oh, which is change your life. Also genius. Um, that and that's, I want that program. To that's come back. a perfect example of like the thing that I hope they never get rid of because it reminds me of my childhood. But you know, if you say like, "Oh, I love the chicken sandwich at Burger King," they're like, "Oh, that's gross. That's not even real chicken. It doesn't look like a mm-hmm. chicken sandwich." Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, what it looks like, yeah. it tastes juicy and crispy, crispy in my mouth, and I want to eat it. So let me have, mm-hmm. let me have my, let, ha, let him have his fun. Let me have let my him, processed let him childhood. Sit with his processed childhood in peace. Uh, what is the one thing that gets you excited for fall? Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one is, is it a smell? Is it a food? Is it, <laughs> stop. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What is the